0: guys it just hit me like a wall can you imagine we only have 91 days to go and it's gonna be christmas like 2020 has got to be the longest shortest year in the history of my existence i cannot believe this another fun fact that has just randomly hit me actually i saw this on instagram and i was just like damn that is so true in this 2020 as a woman i feel like i have worn a mask more than i have a bra (laughs) Can you guys relate? Let me know in the comment section. Welcome to another episode of the Clutched Podcast. I am your girl, Yvette Kikuyu, a.k.a. Amaka, the original, the certified gist monger. And on this platform, we're all about dare, dream, and do. Speaking the unspoken without the fear of people's opinions. Hashtag FOPO number one killer of dreams enemy of progress a destiny destroyer ah how have you guys been we have one more week before we say bye bye september like oh my god next month we're entering double digit uh month in the year of 2020 october is upon us just like that january february pandemic october christmas that's what 2020 has been all about You guys got that right. Today is another interesting edition. Episode six is gonna be an Ask Auntie Amaka segment. Are ah, you people like to solve people's problems? Ha! See you people swallowing Panadol for other people's headache. I love it. I'm here for it. This is the energy I am looking for to manifest in my life up to 2021 and beyond. But before we get into today's gist, can we just, you know, acknowledge some of the grand highlights that have taken place this week? Number one, Elsie Majimbo. Girl, I'm going to give you your flowers when you are alive. What? Congratulations. Ah, you don't elevate the game. You have put us at the center stage of the global news channels. I am super proud of you for staying committed to your talent, for having the drive and the consistency, that kind of consistency, eh? Hey, <laughs> it's not easy. People think dashing out creative content and being liked and people resonating with it is an easy task it is not like that energy is so wavy some days you're up some days you're down i just wish this girl could actually bottle that energy that she has and sell it as pills because some of us creatives out here do need it (laughs) especially me well done i am so 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 proud of you like this girl has a thick skin she has been trolled she has been abused people have made fun of her But look at her now. Who's laughing now? (laughs) Hey, It is not the person that wins the battle. It is the person that wins the war. Good on you, girl. Well done, sis. So, so proud. As a Kenyan and as a creative, I celebrate you today. Number two, um, Ellen is back. Um, After all those stories that we had about workplace misconduct about it being a toxic environment and how she's a bad boss. Her happy-go-lucky energy just dies and stops once the camera goes off. And behind the scenes, she's not that nice and great of a person to work with. Um, A part of me believes there's always two sides to a story. I mean, there's your version, my version, and then there's the truth. If I'm being honest, deep down in my spirit, there's something that's just not sitting right. I still feel that there's more to this story. Uh, because one, there's power in numbers. Like, there cannot be more than 100 people saying the, ro- the same thing, and we are here thinking that it's wrong. However, um, it is what it is. She said that the show is named after her, so there's nowhere she's going. They cannot be Ellen without Ellen, period. Do what you gotta do, but she's back. And, of course, at the back end, there's also this alleged rumors connecting her to this whole Jeffrey Epstein saga Um this is going to be an interesting story to watch. Uh, Netflix, please load your batteries, charge your power banks. We are waiting for you to record for us this on camera. docu series loading, and I'm here for it. Let's see how it's going to end. I mean, time tells the best tales. Uh, number three, congratulations, Yemi Alliday, um, for being nominated as the UNDP brand ambassador. Not any mobile company. Not a fashion house, a clothing store brand ambassador. UNDP. And it's so interesting because Yemi Alade is great, but she's also an underdog. What do I mean? There's always been this constant battle of who's bigger, who's better, who's greater, who pulls in more numbers, who makes more hits between her and Tiwa Savage. And the most interesting thing, in her home country, Nigeria, and please, for my Nigerian audience, how far now? I know you day here. eh? Maybe you can correct me if I am wrong. But within those circles of influence that I can say I've been able to, you know, <laughs> connect with the who's who's in society, <laughs> if I do say so myself um they say the same thing like it's always like oh ty is bigger ty is better but then the interesting thing is on an african scale yemi Alade is bigger and in my opinion better and another thing that i can say that's um Directly correlates to her and Elsie Majimbo is that she is true to her cause and her message has been consistent from day one. You know, she's here to promote Africa, culture, vibes, sounds, sights. Like, it cannot be a Yemi Alade music video if there's no Ankara, there's no beads, and there's no mountains and nature. Like, she's just such. pan-african in such a beautiful way and look her energy has gotten her to those big boardrooms that some of us can just imagine of and now she's making massive moves i cannot wait to see what this partnership will bring this collaboration how it's gonna fuse her music to drive such a positive message about who we are and what we stand for put africa on the map yo yes i know it's been um A steady incline for us in the entertainment industry. Like I never thought in my existence I would actually see like white babes dancing to music, African beats and music. So shout out Afrobeats for, you know, putting some respect on our name and our culture. Like that's that's where it's at. And I love it. I'm here for it. So as I said at the beginning, did I say it? I'm not sure. Ah, Amaka, scatterbrain, brain. Yeah, before I even go further to that, does anyone feel that this quarantine season that you've been locked in, like we've spent more time indoors than outdoors, are you guys becoming a bit slower in terms of thinking? Because sometimes my thoughts just like cut in between. I don't know. It's just a random thought I'm putting out there. But if you can relate with what I'm saying, please do let me know in the comment section. Fun fact, It's 91 days to Christmas, yo. Again, longest, shortest year in the history of my existence. And secondly, it's just hit me. I saw this Instagram and I was like, damn, that is so true. This year, I've literally worn a face mask more than I have a bra. The other day, I was, you know, feeling like a bitch whoops. I was like, "Mm, pandemic, what? Corona is not going to stop me from leaving. Let me dress up and go to the club. And it just hit me, ah. Amaka even putting on a look. I have forgotten. It's been a while, yo. I've been rotating between four t-shirts and three deras this entire six months. All these clothes that we buy, trends and everything. Buying it with money we don't have to impress people we don't like. For what? What are you doing with those clothes now? Look at yourself. See your life, oh. (laughs) Anyway, if you feel like you have spent more time in a mask than you have in a bra, do let me know in the comment section as well. I said it before, this is gonna be an Ask Auntie Amaka segment. Triple A, madness, where we swallow Panadol for somebody else's relationship headache. And today's story, eh? Hey, you people, <laughs> this relationship thing, eh? Is not easy. Ah, they say getting a man, getting a partner is 20%. Keeping that partner is 80%. That is where the real work starts. Same thing about marriage. They say marriage is the one exam where you get the certificate before you sit for the test. My friend, it's tough out here in these streets. But before I go into today's story, I have a question that I want to ask you guys. Mm -hmm. Grab your teacups, your wine, whatever you're sipping on this lovely Friday evening question number one in this 2020 you as an individual i'm talking to you who's listening to me right now seek into your spirit look deep into the corners of your hearts and answer this question in the comment section are you comfortable dating somebody who has zero presence on social media yes i want you to let me know in the comment section and if you're not tell me why and if you are girl boy share those gems tell us how you're doing it i know for some millennials and the i would say the borderline millennials who are like between uh generation x and y i mean between generation y and x actually yes because generation y are millennials as well because we've seen the before and we've seen the after there's that ease of ability to disconnect sometimes but for this gen z man like would you be able, if you're like in your early 20s, uh, mid-20s, are you in a position to actually date somebody who has zero, and I mean zilch, nothing, nada, social media presence? I'm really looking forward to hearing your statements. As you digest and dissect that response that you're about to text me in the comment section right now. Second question. I'm hitting you with double-double questions today. Um, question number two. If you're in a relationship with somebody and he or she has presence on social media, but they say, for the sake of the sanity of this relationship, I do not want to be connected with you on social media. Like we all know social media is the one platform where we put our best foot forward. We put the best of our existence. I'm not looking to see that best version of you. I know you. I'm interested in dealing with the real you, good, bad, and ugly. So for that, social media in this relationship, don't follow me. I won't follow you. Live your best life when we are together. Would you be open to dating someone who has these terms and conditions? so yes take 20 seconds to hit me up in the comment section and let me know what your thoughts and your feelings are about these two questions i'm (laughs) i get so excited when i get the ping 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 okay i don't have a notification sound on my phone but i love it when i have a flooded dm and guys are just engaging and connecting like strangers from different worlds apart and they resonate through their thoughts and their feelings so let's do that in the comment section you people already know they can never be a marker without the gist mongers this is a package a partnership so as you are listening to me to understand me i am also in the process of understanding you and the only way we can bond is through our words in the comment section so join me don't be afraid share your thoughts you're entitled to your thoughts the one thing nobody can ever take away from you is your opinion so do not be scared say it with your chest in the comment section so eh, today's gist. Hey, <laughs> What? My brain. The madness that is out here. Let me just start with this caveat. This was not a DM from one of our gist mongers. This is actually a story that I read on a blog. And for the sake of salt Bay, for me to add sugar and spice into it, I'm going to narrate it from my point of view. So I'm going to change a few details just to add the ginger to the gist, if you understand what I mean. So uh here, there's this babe. She met this guy, like, she knows this guy from campus days. And she's those girls who, you know, this, those just naturally beautiful women who just have an energy that attracts anything and everything. Like, when she walks into a room, whether you like it or not, you pay attention. Like, a girl is blessed. God must have made her. On a Sunday morning, when he was fresh and energetic, when the soil was moist because a girl came out, Mwah! So in school, she had this guy friend who typically was a geek, you know, thick glasses, not the best dental formula. Like my guy was more brains than looks, but he was a cool, okay guy. They, you know, engaged in a few social circles, parties and everything. But of course, my friend, (laughs) they are not on the same level, if you know what I mean. You know, those vanity days of looks before sense and soul. So then fast forward years later, they bump into each other and they ended up dating. A guy has had laser on his eyes. He's no longer wearing those thick glasses. He's fixed his teeth. Those ugly baby locks that were scruffy when he was in, in uni are now like full grown man dreads. You know, he's become a juicy man. You know, when they say money stops nonsense, money, if money does not change you, then you do not know how to use money. And my friend, this man knows how to use money because he has transformed into a very gorgeous man Mm -hmm. so they start dating and everything and um, a guy hits and was like you know what Uh, for us to be able to manage this relationship me and you social media we are not going to follow each other i'm not interested you have your socials i have my socials first of all i'm not a very social person like I would do the gram like maybe maximum thirty minutes a day. So it's just not his thing. But uh during this pandemic, of course, in this isolation, the only one way we could we could connect since we could not see each other is through the gram and social media, it was like that window to just see what's going on in other people's life as we struggle to navigate this uncharted territory of Corona. So eh, babe witnessed a sudden shift in his behavior, like from, I am not pro social media. You are now the brand ambassador of Instagram. What is happening? And you know, those awkward moments when you're with your significant other and all of a sudden, he's looking at his phone and he just laughs or he smiles, and you're wondering, mm, who is there behind that screen that is making you laugh? Me, who's sitting next to you here in physical flesh? Am I not good enough to make you laugh? So this happened quite a few times, and a girl started saying, "Eh, maybe this is how this guy is cheating." Oh. So mid-quarantine, she had to travel back to her home country, and she now confided in one of her close friends, like, yo, this is the ish, like, really nice guy, we're dating, vibes, energy, we have a flow, there's a rhythm, like, you know, this is the one person where I just feel comfortable being with him, and it's so ironic because I would have never even looked at him twice when we were back in high school. So we do have history and you know the universe has brought us together but ah man there's something in my spirit that is just not sitting right. All of a sudden his behavior has just changed on social media. So this babe was like, "Ah, sister, that's the only thing that is worrying you." You know, as a woman until when this instinct of fbi enters you until you go into a deep dive of investigation you can never find peace and sometimes even when you find peace whatever you're looking for will actually not give you peace but it will actually distress you more and if you're looking for something oh dear you will find it So this friend now advised her and said, don't worry, I have a pseudo account. Uh, Of course, everybody has a pseudo account in 2020. But her own pseudo account is professional. You know, sometimes when somebody adds you on Instagram and you go and see zero pictures, uh, follows like 3,000 people. uh, Like literally, you have a social media page, but there's nothing on it. Her own, she has been curating her pseudo account for years. Like there's consistency (laughs) in her timeline. And she decided to have like an alter ego on her pseudo account. So she has this like big booty pics, bathing suits, catching flights, not feelings, vacations and all that. Meanwhile, it's all lies. These are just pictures that she's picked up from the Internet. (laughs) A little bit of food pics, you know, landscape and views and all that. Like this is like you would not know it's a pseudo account if it hit you as a friend request. So she said, uh, sis. Go for it. Go here and have fun. So, a babe um, then um, took over the pseudo account and uh, added her boyfriend. Of course, this time the boyfriend doesn't know that uh, this is her babe because this is a pseudo account they are talking on. So, they start chatting, you know, DM starts with the boring hi, hi. <sighs> I hate those messages. Like, if you're going to DM someone, some effort this all high business what is that so yeah she DM'd him like went through the profiles like yeah I see you into motorsports and that of course and and she had already stopped because she knows what her his preferences are so she went and like put up a little bit of pics in line to his interest like he likes formula one he likes golf so she went and like put quotes by Tiger Woods uh, put pictures of the same team he supports in F1 so automatically when I add you and I go through your timeline and I see mm, come on interest so that's just already an extra point for us to get the conversation flowing so they did this for a while they started talking talking to a point that she actually sometimes forgets that oh my god I have to keep in mind that I'm talking to him not as his girlfriend but as a pseudo do you understand I don't have that energy like people who do this thing you have strength eh? you have time Ah, (laughs) people should hold masterclass and tell us how you do it so fast forward, I mean, you know, her profile says it all. She's got big booty pics and everything. She's laid the tass traps. At the end of the day, the conversation is going to end up being sexual, whether you like it or not. So this guy started revealing things. He, he was actually like honest and upfront and said, yeah, I have a girlfriend and stuff like that. But, um... I love her for who she is, but I'm not in love with her because I just feel there are certain things about myself that I'm not ready to share with her because I don't want her to judge me. And in that same judgment, her to see me in a different light and then maybe we break up. Do you guys get my flow? Do you understand what what I'm trying to say? So the guy was literally opening up and say, I have a hot babe. She's amazing and stuff. But yo, man, I am deep and dark. Out in these streets, people just assume like I'm a boring IT geek and stuff. But I got thoughts, y'all. I I got feelings too. I've got dark fantasies and stuff like that. So this babe was engaging him and was like, hey, tell me more. So the guy starts saying like, oh, you see, my baby's hot and stuff. But when it comes to issues in the bedroom, she's such a prude. She's so predictable. She doesn't even go the extra mile to spice things up. And I have needs, but I'm just scared if I start telling her what I like, maybe she'll judge me. And like one of the things that came up the guy said that, for example, I have this fantasy where I want to have a threesome and it's a threesome of two men and one chick. And this is when the baby's like, what? And then guy even goes further to confess and say that he's actually found a babe and he's been seeing this babe secretly behind his girlfriend's back And they had sex like, let's say, last week. Bear in mind, this chick is not in the country. So which means he has already cheated and he has confessed of the cheating to his babe without knowing that he's talking to his babe. Yeah, yeah, I know this story is a bit confusing, but just follow my chain of thoughts. So chick is here like, shit, shit, shit. I went looking for trouble and I have found trouble. Trouble with capital T with my name on it. (laughs) Hey, what do I do? So guy goes on and says like, oh, she's a prude. She she doesn't like to explore. I don't know how to tell her. Like I already have this chick that I've been seeing on the side and we're actually planning to have a threesome together. And my baby's away. She's coming back like in uh, mid-October and stuff like that. Da, 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 da. And like the guy just literally went all out and talked about his ill wills and dark fantasies without knowing he's talking to his chick. So then, now the question is: the baby is now asking. This guy has already laid out all his madness in black and white. Pure evidence is there. How does she go and tell her man that you know what? This entire time you've been talking to Barbie X three one nine on Instagram. Yeah, I am Barbie X three one nine on Instagram, and I know about your deep dark shit. How does she go and tell the man that I scammed you into discovering you're a scammer? So, yes, people in the comment section, I want to know if you were this chick, how would you go about breaking the news to this guy that you've been dating that you now have evidence he's cheating and that deep down, you know, he's a crazy mind with dark twisted thoughts. Okay, while you're digesting that, this actually got me thinking Um, You know, deep thoughts, like let's keep it real, let's be open, right? Sexual compatibility, Hmm. like it's a big word that we can all throw out there, but if you're being really honest, how do you evaluate if you're sexually compatible with your partner and how do you guys keep abreast or keep updating each other of each other's change in sexual desire like you know for example uh, a guy can be like oh i saw this thing on porn and i think we should try it out and the baby like oh but you've never done it why are you bringing this up like two three years into the relationship you know i don't stand for that i'm a good christian girl i don't believe that why can't we just keep it to missionary that just sounds down and dirty so how do you deal with these challenges where you have a partner who has a higher libido and dark twisted sexual needs and is it something that's a deal breaker in a relationship or is it something that you should be able to put your emotions aside and work towards pleasing and satisfying your partner like in a nutshell let's say when it comes to let's say we have a sexual scale he's probably like a 10 but you're like a 5 so he can still perform at a 5 at your level of understanding. But deep down, it's really not satisfying his desires of being a 9 or a 10. And as a woman, how do you then climb the scale to ensure that you can meet him somewhere closer to where he is on the sexual scale? (sighs) It's a lot. It goes back to my point getting a partner is step one keeping a partner <laughs> is a lifetime job so hit me up in the comment section let me know what you think because this one <laughs> number one how will this girl break the news to her man and say that uh, yeah i know this is what you've been thinking and this is what you've been doing behind my back you're a straight up cheat and for these things that you want to do this uh, exponential activities you want to bring in the bedroom Please, my dear, leave me alone in my missionary. I cannot do one, And for that sake, should the relationship then be over? Is this a deal breaker? Which then brings my next question. Okay, if someone is DMing someone and they're having a casual relationship on a on a, on chat, does that also count as cheating? Because like he's they, he added this babe. They've been talking. And they somewhat have like a DM relationship, but in essence, they haven't met. Like they're just two fictional characters in the interwebs. But then again, this guy has gone and opened his soul and said all these things that are deep and dark. You know, when I'm listening to this, when I read this blog, a part of me wanted to feel like it can't be that hard. Maybe this guy actually knows that he's talking to this babe, and is like, okay, since you want to play games with me, let's go down, let's go down this road, let's play this game. Because even me, I'm thinking, as a human being, there are certain ways I chat. There, there's you would be able to pick up my chatting lingo after some time. For example, those friends that I chat with for a very long time, if I use a word in a sentence that, and maybe it's 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 not if the word is not correctly put in the sentence. After chatting with me for so long, you'd be able to understand what I meant without me even explaining myself. You get what I mean? The way I cut my letters, the way I, if I'm a lol versus a limau person, if I'm an I know right or BRB, how I shorten my words, like there's a certain behavior you have when it comes to the chatting space. And this is not something that you can just lie about or fake after some time. And if someone is smart, they would be able to pick up these small nuances. So, I personally feel the person who's getting played in this story is the babe, but I could be wrong. But okay, let's put that thought on the side. Okay, That's like a best case scenario. <laughs> in this case, the player got played. But if in essence, she is the one who has to go and tell this guy like, yo, I know what you're about. I've been chatting with you on the download on a pseudo account. And uh, yeah, you've been cheating on me. How do you go about confessing that? And with At the same time, trying to keep your dignity as well. Because remember, you've also done something wrong through the pseudo account. You've lured this person under a different identity. So, (laughs) Is there one person who's on the right and one person who's on the wrong? Or are they just both wrong? And how do you navigate this social madness? That's it for today. Yeah. <laughs> I know, very twisted, but these are the real-life challenges that are happening out here, and people are going through the most. In um, the entertainment scene, oh, my God. There's this TV show on Netflix right now. It's called The Coach's Playbook. Oh, absolutely amazing. I love it. It is so, so dope. And I realized one one interesting thing. Most coaches actually are brought up by coaches. So it's coaching something that is in line with generational wealth because most of these people in this series were like, oh, you know, my dad was a coach. Oh, you know, I was brought up in a coaching family. My uncle and my and my dad used to coach our baseball team in school. It's like coaches give birth to coaches, but it has so many life lessons in there. Like you guys should go and check it out. It's a nice uh, binge watch if you're looking to feed your mind and your soul, if you're just looking for some good vibes, you know, and small tricks and hacks and quotes that just make you go, mm, give you that eureka moment of the light bulb just going ding that makes a whole lot of sense so check it out i'm not a big fan of sports if i'm being very honest and one thing that i love about this show is that it covers a myriad of different sports so there's like a coach from uh women football there's uh jose Mourinho. there's like a basketball player there's tennis so it's 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 so broad and so informative it's amazing check it out it's on netflix the show is called the playbook a coach rules a coach's rules for life Um, Yeah, that's what's keeping me busy this week. Besides that, there's really nothing else that I'm watching. I'm trying to go back to reading. Uh, I don't read books, but I listen to them on Audible. So as usual, I'm catching up with my girl, Esther Perel. (sighs) I love her. I'm not even going to... She deserves a whole episode. So I'm not even going to dig deep into her work right now. That's something we can definitely talk about uh, later in the podcast. um, In a different episode, I mean. Last but not least, I am so pissed off at America right now. This whole Breonna Taylor madness that's going on. Like... (sighs) Man, I don't understand how a woman was shot and murdered. But then you're giving justice to a a wall, an endangered wall for endangering the neighbor's wall without actually convicting the people who murdered this woman. I've just decided this one thing. I'm putting America on pause. I am done. Like There's just so much toxic, negative energy that is spewing from this country right now. And me, myself, I have my own wahala. So I'm not trying to add problem to problem. Please, every time I just watch the news... American news like there's rarely anything good to be happy about and it just it's negative energy that I don't need right now there's already so much that we're dealing with on an individual level for us to be oh, just entertaining their madness and their BS right now so I've decided for the next few weeks America is on ice I don't want to see any news about them I do not want to hear anything that's going on I am done like I, I just don't have the 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 range or the strength to accommodate america's madness right now do you guys feel the same thing like really in 2020 how can you be giving justice to a wall endangering a wall and a woman was shot numerously and murdered and the person that did it is still walking scot-free in the states and we still say this is the land of the free how? It absolutely makes no sense to me. And at this point I am just tired of trying to understand or fathom how they think this is fair and how it is just happening without nothing happening against it like I I'm, I'm done for now, America, you're on ice, you're on your own. I cannot deal. Lastly, but not least, before I end this week's pod, um, let's make it short and sweet. Eric Benet, um, <laughs> my Generation Z, you might not know who he is, but he used to sing real music, uh, r and back in the day. 90s baby, you feel me? <laughs> he said something that has sparked a great debate. And I quote, and I read from The Shade Room. He said, um, theoretically, a man could impregnate four women a day. Per year, that is a thousand four hundred and sixty pregnancies. A woman can give birth only once a year. If birth control was the objective, science created the pill for the wrong gender. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, from his sense of logic, I agree with him a hundred percent. Question is, what do you think? I mean, if a woman can only give birth once a year and a man can impregnate four women a day, I don't know where that statistic of four women a day came from, but that's 1,460 pregnancies in a year. Why do we then have the burden of taking birth control? This should be something that should be done by the man because he's the higher risk factor here. Tafakari Hayo, think about that and let me know what you think in your comment section. Let's engage, connect, and entertain each other. Your comments give me life. Until next time, this has been short and sweet. I am your girl, Amaka. Stay true, stay you, and above all, stay safe. Bye-bye.